Hello, I'm Sophie. This is my show called Six of Spades, and today I'm going to be talking about the inconceivable scam of sea monkeys. So you've probably heard of sea monkeys. They're basically this labeled instant pet that um, once you add to water, they magically appear. And it's a once you kind of learn about it, it's really an interesting. I'd use the word scam actually. So basically, the story starts with Harold von Braunhut, who was born in 1936. He was the inventor of the eponymous sea monkeys, um, labeled instant pets. And we can start here. This is to start kind of de-piecing this whole, um, this whole, not yeah, scam, I'll just say scam, <laughs> basically. So it starts with Harold von Braunhut, who saw a bucket of brine shrimp one day in a pet store. And these brine shrimp are commonly sold as food for aquatic animals because they're small, easy to, e easily breedable and have one other ability, which I'll get on later, but this is where his idea basically came for these revolutionary idea for pets for kids, which would become an incredible, which caused incredible sales across America. But uh, basically back to that ability that brand shrimp have, it's called cryptobiosis, which means that they can survive really long periods of time in dry areas. And this means that the eggs that they lay can relay, can remain dormant for decades, basically, but still be able to hatch if introduced into water. So this is kind of like a just an interesting skill brine shrimp have so they could survive survive in like droughts where there would be no water. So obviously if they if that happened when they were alive, they would just die. But they lay these eggs and these eggs can survive in like these droughts with no water. But once it rains, they come to not come to life, but basically they um they they are able to i guess i would use the word come come to life uh in this water and can survive from that so basically this ability is fundamentally what makes sea monkeys so successful and the process for hatching sea monkeys is actually pretty simple too obviously what makes it so popular among kids um so the first step is to fill just one of the small tanks they come with with just like regular water and then you add packet number one, which is labeled as water purifier, and you wait 24 hours exactly for the water to purify, <laughs> which is, if, you, if you've ever had like a fish tank, you would know that purifying water isn't necessarily a 24-hour process. I mean, at least for like a kid's toy, it's just strange. So that's like kind of red flag number one. And then ne the next step is to add packet number two, which is the dormant eggs. And I, this, these were um, uh, these were labeled as just like the sea monkey eggs. So packet number two would just be adding the sea monkey leg eggs, and then they like suddenly come to life, and that's the instant life after you add packet number two. And this is how they were advertised. So you add packet number one, purify the water, and wait 24 hours for it to be good, and then add packet number two, and your sea monkeys magically come to life. And this is actually not completely accurate. So packet number one actually contains the sea monkeys, like dormant eggs. I should, I should stop saying sea monkeys there, <laughs> brine shrimp to be specific. But packet number one actually contains the eggs of the brine shrimp or sea monkeys. And the 24 hour time period, which is said to purify the water, is actually time given to the sea monkeys to grow. Like basically so they're, by the time they're a day old. And that would be when you add packet number two, which was originally labeled as, not originally labeled, but just labeled as the sea monkey eggs. This was actually, in fact, blue dye. Well, it had some blue dye in it, which then settled onto the sea monkeys, and this made them visible to the naked eye. 
And this like gave the ability of that illusion of instant life. So basically the sea monkeys had been there for the whole day getting a little bit bigger. And I'm sure he looked really closely because they're clear basically, or as you can imagine. So you, they were there the whole time, but you can't actually see them until you add that blue dye, which makes them visible. So the sea monkeys, this is just, that alone is kind of incredible and it's very smart. I don't know how someone would come up with that, such a scheme almost of how to make that all work. But basically, um, a lot of companies and games at the time were taking to TV, which was just a, the new thing. Um, a lot of places took to like commercials, TV advertisement breaks. They took um, this way to promote their products. But Von Braunhut used comics, which was obviously pretty different. It wasn't like the new way, but he bought, I believe it was roughly like $3.2 million per year in comic advertisings. And another really popular part of Sea Monkeys is their advertising. Um, this was done by Joe Orlando, uh, who you drawings you definitely recognize, I would assume. It's those like, <laughs> they're just such, they're just weird to look at, not weird to look at, they're just an interesting scene, but it's basically these pink creatures who have like these weird heads and like for some reason really round bellies that obviously look nothing like actual sea monkeys like there's no resemblance at all but they've created this sort of brand and if you saw that you'd be like oh that's just sea monkeys they're just so recognizable and it's such like a it just like seems like a perfect utopia i don't know if that's the right word <laughs> but just a perfect city of where these sea monkeys lived in these drawings that joe orlando has created and it's just such a scene and it's interesting how these um the advertised sea monkeys like don't look anything like actual sea monkeys but people don't care about that because they had the other thing going for them the whole instant life stuff so basically this is just the pictures alone are just so interesting and almost nostalgic and they had of course like the advertising i think it was around like one dollar for your instant life which is i can't imagine how appealing that would be to kids like of course kids are going to want to say oh my god i need sea monkeys for my birthday for christmas anything so moving on, after um, the Sea Monkey success, Harold Von Braunhut um, released a lot of, he released some new products. And I should also say that he, before Sea Monkeys, he had released a bunch of products as well, many of which were a success. I think um, some of the ones from my research was like x-ray glasses. You can like see through clothes or like something random like that. I, I'd also be intrigued to see how he ma managed to make that work. But so he seemed like a just it's just a really interesting person to have all these inventions and creations that were so appealing to these kids but anyways after um the success of sea monkeys Harold von Braunhut released a new product and i'm forgetting the actual name but it was basically like a whipless whip which is pretty strange but um the so like it was just a different it was pretty different from his previous products which had been so lighthearted and like appealing to like young kids but this was just more of like a not violent, but just like it just like it took a different approach on um, what he had usually sold before. And so this product too, another interesting thing is that after research is done, after some research was done, it's, he was all the, um, actually he might've even, I'm starting to blank on some of the stuff I found, but basically a lot of the profits from this product were going directly to an anti-Semitic hate group. Um, and there were many accusations, too, starting to come around that Von Braunhut was under um, multiple false identities, actually, and soon discovered to likely be a Hitler supporter. 
as to like I mentioned before, all of the profits from his next like kids toy was going directly to a hate group. So after this, Von Braunhut kind of went almost off the grid, or at least a lot of his products weren't selling. But the story really ends almost for him there, like after the Sea Monkey success, that was his not really one hit wonder, but that was his big thing. And then like a lot of accusations were made, a lot of stuff was discovered. And I think if it was in today's terms, I would possibly use the term canceled, but <laughs> I don't know. So it's just all really interesting. And that kind of went off on more of him, his character instead of the actual Sea Monkey's product. But I think it's important to learn too about like the people creating these things. And it's just so strange because like someone who's making these like kids toys, not toys, but like these kid products that are so famous also like was supporting like a hate group. It just seems really crazy anyways. But I think the whole, aside from the man creating them, Harold von Braunhut, who was a assumed Hitler supporter, I think his actual product, the Sea Monkeys, they did have such a insane effect on America. It's just, I feel like you could ask anyone at this point, like, oh, do you know what sea monkeys are? They'd be like, oh, yeah, like, I remember that. Because I know they had a recent, or they're still going, they had a recent surge in sales um, in the last few years. I think they're finally <laughs> finally starting to die down. But it's just really interesting. And they've left such an impact on American culture and just so much of it. And it's just kind of further proved the point the sea monkeys they are a living legend of how almost gullible american consumers are and have been and it's just such an interesting story so i suggest that you take time to research it um let me just looking up a few facts fact checking me I, I may have missed a few things but it's just a very interesting story anyways again i'm sophie you're listening to six of spades this is kmih 889 mercer island the bridge